the Pittsburgh Steelers just took their first step towards change, and it's it's a huge one. What's going on, everybody? I'm Noah Strackbine. Thank you for jumping on to Steelers To Go, your daily to-go cup of Pittsburgh Steelers news and analysis. Find us on YouTube.com slash Talk and subscribe anywhere. You get your podcast today. We are talking about a huge moment in the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers in the tenure of head coach Mike Tomlin in the future. The success of this club and this franchise, and by all means, a sign of hope for the fan base, one that at this point was a little hopeless. Being there on Monday night and hearing the Fire Canada chants as loud as they were and as clear as they were, you could talk about how you were able to hear them on television. You could talk about how everybody brought them up or how nobody heard them except for Mike Tomlin it was impossible not to hear them. I was in the press box behind the world's thickest glass, and even when the crowd is crazy, you could hear it, you could understand what's happening out there, but it's a dimmed feature. It is not a full-blown crowd. You do not get to experience all the craziness or all of the energy of Acrisure Stadium at all times, and especially where I sit, you have the front row, the second row, I'm in the third row kid's still young I'm pretty much still a rook in this business and I'm three rows back which means I'm a distance from that crowd and clear as day loudest chant I have ever heard and I have covered both Pittsburgh Steelers Pittsburgh Penguins and Pitt football games there has never once been a chant more in unison more in sync louder and more heartfelt than that of Fire Canada that broke out after a third and short that was unsuccessful in the fourth quarter that would have put a game away for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Luckily, they did win, but they should have won in a much easier fashion. Nobody heard it after the game. Kenny Pickett didn't hear it. Sorry, I was game planning. And I kind of, to a degree, believe that. There's no way he didn't acknowledge it, but whether or not he sat there and looked at it, I have a hard time believing that one. George Pickens didn't hear it, was too busy, focused on what we need to do the next time we were out there. You want to know who did hear it? Mike Tomlin heard it. Mike Tomlin heard it loud and clear. And for the first time in the history of this Matt Canada run, Mike Tomlin has, as clear as he can and as straightforward as he could be, acknowledged that There is no more excuses. There are no more moments to adjust. That this team is too good and the talent is too there and the issues, they need to be fixed. This is the first time Mike Tomlin has taken a podium and said that the offense has a pattern and that pattern is destructive and that pattern is concerning and that pattern could lead and should lead to change. It's a huge moment for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those same fans also in the second half, fourth quarter, showed their displeasure with your offensive coordinator. What, what do you say to those fans in the stands of those Man, I, I appreciate their passion. Um, I share their passion. We all do. Um, man, we love our fans, man. They, they inspire us. Uh, they challenge us. Um, it's an awesome relationship. 
man, we don't run from challenges. We run to challenges. Um, this is the sport entertainment business. It is our job to win and thus entertain them. And so, you know, we don't begrudge them for that. Um, we 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 want to we want them to be fat and sassy and sporty. It is our job. Now, acknowledging that you heard the boos, acknowledging that your fans do not like your offensive coordinator, acknowledging that there is a problem or that your offense needs its mojo back or whatever. All great steps, all huge moments in what should be a step forward for this team and for this offense. But it is just step one. And I think that is the biggest thing here. It is a super exciting moment for Pittsburgh Steelers fans. One that should bring joy, that should bring optimism about the future of the Pittsburgh Steelers and guys like Kenny Pickett and George Pickens and Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and Pat Fryermuth and whoever else is young enough to withstand what has happened and continue to push forward after it is fixed. But it's going to be a process. This is not a tomorrow type of situation. The Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to go fire Matt Canada at the end of the day and say, hey, we'll figure it out in week three, even though we have an entire season left. It's not going to happen. What is going to happen is the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to most likely go back to running the football as well as they could and find an identity on the ground, take as much pressure off of Kenny Pickett as possible. And I don't think Kenny Pickett deserves to have this offense on his back as it is. But they will find a game plan that they believe works and they will somewhat remove Matt Canada from creating his own game plan that doesn't work. But it's also a warning. And this is the first warning that I think is real. Mike Tomlin said he's not concerned about Matt Canada. He's not concerned about whether or not he's got the right offensive coordinator. But he did acknowledge that the offense is in a pattern. He did acknowledge that there is no mojo. He did acknowledge that there are serious problems. That means that it could come, that they have their eyes on them, that the ice is getting thinner and the seat is getting hotter. This is the first time that I have had a feeling or a hunch or have had any indication from the words of the Pittsburgh Steelers head coach that allows me to think that they are actually evaluating whether or not their offensive play caller is the right man for the job. And I don't know if they'll break their ways. I truly, truly don't. But I think that the Pittsburgh Steelers fans have a ton to do with it. And I think that the louder these fans get, the more the Steelers are going to listen. Because they have to. Art Rooney could say whatever he wants about tradition or whatever. The Steeler way is to win. The Steeler way is to do right by your fans. The Steeler way is to run a family organization. And you want to know who is the most important member of that family? Those who come on Sundays. They're going to listen. They're going to take it to heart. They're going to do what they can. But they are going to try to avoid the inevitable as long as possible. They are going to try and fix this in other ways before they get to their final decision of whether or not they have to make a drastic decision. It's going to take a lot of time. This is not going to be a quick and smooth and fluid and tomorrow decision. It's going to be a process and one that works itself out. 
but I think the Steelers have finally acknowledged that this team is too good to be this bad and that the fans have had enough. And when the fans have had enough, you have to do something about it. I don't see it happening tomorrow. I don't see it happening next week. But I do see every single week that the Pittsburgh Steelers struggle and every single home game that the Pittsburgh Steelers fans make it known how unhappy they are about the situation, they will listen and they will pay attention and they will evaluate their decisions. This is the first time that this has gotten real. This is the first time that the Pittsburgh Steelers are in a spot where they are willing to actually adjust and try and win and try and win back the hearts of fans. They're not going to lose their fan base. They're not going to lose all this talent. They're going to make decisions. And step one is to try to fix it from within. Step two is probably a personnel change on the roster, unfortunately, whether it's an offensive line or a running back or whoever. Step three will be they finally listen to the fans. But it's all about whether or not they get there or have to get there. But this is step one.